Yeah, welcome back, uh, boys. Football kicked off last night. How good was it? Mm. All day I was looking forward. Uh, dogs up against the Melbourne Storm at Belmore. And uh, look, let's we'll talk about Melbourne in a second. But I thought the dogs. I thought the dogs. A lot of encouraging size. I thought they looked really focused. Uh, when they ran on the field straight away, you could see they got their heads on. Because the bottom line is, yeah, they want to start to build some confidence early in the season, even though t- if two points up for grabs. Really liked their attack. Looked, they looked really coordinated, really decisive. Tactically, you can see it's been a really good off-season. Playing that shot-shot philosophy, they really opened the field up and it worked for them very, very well. Toby, Toby Sexton looked good. In, in Toby like, Sexton I'll looked outstanding. What, I tell you what, he's, he's put his hand up, hasn't he, for seven? It's yeah. just another story of, you know, we're so quick to write young halves off. The bloke's 22, 23 max, and, you know, he had heaps of raps coming mm. through to the Titans. Uh, and th- there's parts of his game that were some of best in comp. Like, when he was at the Titans, he had the most uh, repeat sets. Yeah, very good. Of any, so, yeah. like, it, again, it's just so quick to write blokes off and not give them opportunities did to develop. He, he, didn't, he didn't play badly at the back end nah. of the dogs. I no, no. He, right. I thought he was probably the... Mate, he's a young, as Beek said, he's a young playmaker. Playmakers... Look, like any footballer, some you know they they mature at different ages, but playmaker for a kid who's only you know twenty two or twenty three, he's a long way off, really understanding his own game. You see, last night there were signs last night that the penny's starting to drop. I thought last night he played very very square. The 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 thing that he's not renowned for, or one of his weaknesses, were his running game. I thought his running game last night was was very good. Drew Hutchinson mm. thought he was good. He's exactly what the Dogs are after, play with a lot of poise. Importantly for Drew, he's willing to play either side of the field, which then, if they're going to go with Burton at six, he has to have a halfback like that. Mm. It's Look, for Bulldogs fans, I don't think it's necessarily exciting in in relation to will you guys make the eight or not this year. It's exciting because there's a plan in place of the Bulldogs and what has been the yarn coming out of Gus Gould, out of Serraldo, it's like, guys, our next generation... New South Wales Cup, Jersey flag, they are some of the best in the business. You know, they, they won nearly every uh, junior grade. Halfway through the year in New South Wales Cup, they're at the top of the table until all the injuries smashed them. So it's one thing to say that. A lot of clubs say that. Oh, yeah. next generation come up, <coughs> yeah, next generation yeah, yeah. coming up. It's another thing to get into a trial and actually go, wow, I could have picked at least anywhere yeah. from six to eight players that are young guns and gone. Yeah. At any other club, they would have been the standout. Like, but Storm, Storm run the strength, right? Mm. But by the same token... Um, there, were no, there was no Crichton. There was no Viliama Kikau. But they had a few miss, missing as well. I thought Bronson Cherry, uh, Webby, I thought he was he, I thought he was really strong. For, for, his, for a kid that it's his first game in four years. Four years, yeah. Mate, his yardage was outstanding. So there's no Crichton there last night, obviously. No Crichton. What do they, so what do they do with Taff? That's interesting. They asked him after the game. He didn't, he didn't give anything away. I thought Taff looked really good. Again, I come back to him. It's one thing to buy a play to play fullback. But you don't need to be married to that idea. I, I just I, I like Crichton on an edge because simply because the game there's two sides of the game. He's the the best defensive centre in in the game. And the other thing, if you want to get him roam in the field, there's no, you can do what they did. You know, like you see occasionally when Latrell will play centres, they switch. You know, let let him float float mm. around the field. I, I reckon I would start with Crichton there just because of his X factor. But if they don't go with Crichton at fullback and they decide to play him in the centres. I reckon there's a real good shout that Papali'i, uh, the young fullback that came on in the second half, will be putting pressure on Taft by midway through the year and may even get He's, the jersey. Right he was looking sharp. So I tell you what's it, like that I'd think about if I was Cameron Serraldo. 
I would be having a serious think about uh, Matt Burton. They go, okay, where do I put him? Let me think outside the box. Where can I play Burton? Because if Toby Sexton keep, keeps playing the way he, he does, and you've got on top of that, you've got you know Trent Hodgson who look after a lot of the poison nuts and bolts, there's an opportunity you know, to possibly look to put Matt Burton in into a centre position we've talked about before. Even you know putting him in the centres, and I've said before with Burton, I think Burton could have a great impact if you put him at th- as a lightweight 13 in the middle for 20-minute stints. I think he'd do very good. It was interesting. I thought Jamin Salmon was good. Yeah, and he was running, he was running thirteen last night, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. He, he was play. very good. They got a lot of, at the moment, Canterbury got a lot of uh, good ball handlers, and that's what's enabled them to play a lot of sideline to sideline. I, I will say on the in the Burton situation, whether he's a centre or a six, I think the club needs to make a call sooner rather than later because I personally would put him at six because I think he's a guy you can build a club around. Can you build a, a club around a centre? I don't think so. No. And so if they are going down the route of we think he's a centre, then they have to ask, okay, do we need to go into the market to get a six or seven that is top four, top yeah. six? I'm sure they – it's funny though with Burn. Like I reckon last year he just – he almost looked like he was shell-shocked towards hey, the back end well, of that season. Like he just seemed so uncomfortable Well, Webby, that was with all really, that pressure on top of him. A really good sign last night was how invested Burton looked. Looked like he, you know, captured a lot of confidence back, and Hutchinson had a lot to do with that. He took a lot of that organising away from him. The other one was Reed Marnie. Now Reed Marnie really let he he let the Bulldogs down last year. He let his football drop away dramatically. But last night his defensive effort was outstanding. And, and I, I reckon Reed Marnie needs to like this. I know I know it's trials, but watch your back, Reed, because that young Hayward coming through, who played the second half, mate, he was sharp. Suddenly, yeah. mate, they're having they got a lot more depth, like. Mm. Understand not top end death, but they've got, they've got a lot of, as Beek said, a lot of good young footballers come, coming through that what, uh, grade. I remember talking to Gus before he got that job at Canterbury, this before it even, they'd even talked to him about it. And he said, he said, we were talking about the dogs, and he said, it's a 10 year rebuild. He said, it's exa- they have to, they have to have, go through all the pain that Penrith did when he took over. And I'm not saying it's going to work at Canterbury like it did with Penrith. And, and, and you know they're a long way off. I think getting I th- there, but but it's just going to take a lot of time and a lot of patience. I, and it's like, you know, if they start losing games this year, then you know the narrative starts. Gus doesn't know what he's doing about. Serraldo can't coach. Serraldo's you know Serraldo's a really good coach. I was I'm optimistic about the dogs this year. They can push into the mid table. Mm. Not going to say going to play finals, but push into that mid table simply because Serraldo's had 12 months at the club. He's learnt. People's strengths, weaknesses, what the mistakes he made in that first season. As I said, like last night, I just I liked the way they played. Everybody was, everybody understood what was about to happen I, in yeah. every set of six. I think the key takeaway from that trial is you had every single player with that jersey, just what you said, buying into Seraldo's systems, his game plan last year. You, that was not a team that was bought into Seraldo. No. Like that was not a team that was going. You know what? We truly believe in his direction. And if you've got, even if you've got average players buying into the system, you can do pretty special things. Oh, you you can. Yeah, because uh, you, don't, you, you don't win. Here's the thing, and I've said this numerous times, we've had yarns about, is coaches who go into the press conference or go to the media and say, we just haven't got the cattle. Right? The most talented football side doesn't always win. Mm. You know, if, you have, if you haven't got the talent or the top-end talent of some of these, you've got to find another way to win. Mm. Is that it, must be terrible for the cattle that is there when they say that. Well, know? then the coach like just got, must be. Well, the coach has I, got I hate it when players. Ref, I hate it when when people refer to t- players as cattle too. Oh mate, it's such well, a such well, a rank. Well, Webby, they're going to walk in there on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a bull or a 
That's no, a, it is a cow. Is that a pl- is that a footballer? <laughs> but Webby, but they're going to walk in there, the coach on a Monday, and say to the players, "Come on, believe in yourselves." After they've been at yeah. a press conference saying, "Oh, we just haven't we, got the players." Yeah, I, I will say uh, on the other side with the storm, I'm sure you're going to get this, Matty. Yeah. No one stood out to me. I, I'm not expecting the Storm to tell everyone up in a in a preseason trial, but there wasn't really a player to me, a young fella, where I was going, "Oh wow!" And and yeah. and what, you know, ironically, I thought that if you could get a documentary on how the hell do Storm pick some of the most mentally tough young men in the country, I don't know because they had no ball and they all have got the attributes yeah. of the Storm, which is super mentally tough. This is the young side last night. They were so tough. They they ground and ground and ground like the whole game. But I was a bit surprised that no one really jumped out at me as a young... It's funny when you said about defence and how much they buy in. It's because what happens is in the game, they feel this little burn <laughs> at the back of their heads and it's bellyache just watching them like a whore. <laughs> but uh, I think I think the problem again for the Stormbeaks going to be their, their, their pack. Mm. I think the pack is 2-1 paced. Outside of Nelson, I'm trying to look for the guy who's going to jump out. Like last night I was watching... There's some young guys there with, with potential, for but sure. I was looking for that next young guy yeah. that you go, wow. Like your far along or like, yeah. like something yeah. like that. Like we looked at the Bulldogs, there was quite a few of the boys that regardless of result, they just caught your eye. Mm-hmm. I just thought with the Storm, and look, it's a bit unfair on them. They had no possession of the ball, but there wasn't really that moment where I went, holy. Now, yeah. it's only a trial. These guys are super young. They have plenty of potential. It's just, that's it's, just the way it's I saw it. It's from Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Where, where, where are Storm going to play all their fullbacks? Well, Meany will go to centres. Meany will and go to centres. A little yeah. smoky, okay. actually. Nick Meany to be top point scorer but next pa- year. Paps is, is Paps going to play fullback? If I oh, first, no, if I go, oh, he'll, I think he'll jump between the first team and the Queensland Cup. I, I think, yeah, I, I do. He still has time to develop. Yeah, he's, got, he's got a long okay. time to develop. Yeah. You, 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 you can't fall in love with a young bloke after, uh, yeah. for two or three performances. And Pappenhausen has been not, he might not be, tippity top. But he's going to have to be in that, you know, that 13... Next year, year oh, after, yeah, like yeah. where do you, like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they've got another situation the storm where they've got too many yeah, settle too many down, <laughs> settled. I don't know what's happened to you last too many few backs. Days. You know, you know what is that? You know what is that? Because he's a manly man and he wishes he had more fullbacks. Oh, it's interesting. Oh. manly <laughs> oh, Poringa, big yeah. year coming up. Hey boys, tonight Indigenous All Stars versus Maori All Stars, two really strong sides. I mean, the Indigenous back line, you got the Fox, Latrell. Uh, Hammer, Katoni Staggs, Nico Hines, amongst others. Murray uh, All-Stars, Dane Gagai, Adam Pompey, Timiko, Jerome Hughes, the Packs of Beauty, Brandon Smith, Britton Nakora, Kenny Bromwich, D- Joe Tarpany. Mate, it means so much to these players. Oh, look, I love the Indigenous side uh, this year because it, it's it's probably one of the most well-rounded sides that I've seen in a while. And I, we've had bigger stars in the Indigenous side before, or at least as big. But what I love is, is when you look into the forward pack, most of these guys are playing in the positions they would play at the club. Whereas in yes, like, you know, yeah. past years, what you would find is the Indigenous side outside backs would be electric, but forward pack would be a little light on. Mm. And the Maldi side forward pack would be just dominate. And then their outside backs, a little bit light on. What, I'm, what I like about this All-Stars game is both sides fully well-rounded out. I mean, yeah. Hines and Trindle are the six and seven from yeah. club. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Kerr is a 10. Uh, Shaq Mitchell is a is an eight. Like these are, I, I'm I'm super excited for this some game. of the other uh, trials. Uh, we've got uh, the Knights and the Sharks, mix of established and youngsters for both. Interesting hard for Newcastle Hastings and Gamble mm. will start. Jack Cogger in the fourteen. Roosters versus Manly. Roosters have picked a very very strong side. 
obviously this campaign they want to get off to and fire him from round one. Uh, Power and Raiders, no Moses, no Gutho. Um, if we go down the list a little bit, I tell you, there's a couple of cracking games. Sunday at 4 p.m., you've got the Cowboys up against the Broncos. Broncos have picked close to full strength side. Uh, Cowboys have some big guns missing. That'll be a terrific game. But the Dolphins and the Titans, really, really interesting. Great reports are coming out of both squads here. And Wayne Bowl reports has been cracking the whip on the Dolphins big time, really, really training them hard. Uh, he's he picked a close to full strength side. Flegler, Farnworth will play. They are named. Avarillo is on the bench. Sign of intent. Titans, they've named a dramatically understrength side, but should be a very interesting game. Well, well Titans for me are genuine. Like if, you, if you're looking for a smoky for the top four, and I'm talking smoky, not that they're going to be in there, I think Titans are that side. You mm -hmm. look at that young forward pack, almost <coughs> similarities-ish to the Broncos uh, last year, where it was a super young forward pack with a lot of explosive uh, players. You've got an older uh, foreign in, um, in, in the sixth role. Uh, I, I like what I'm seeing that the Titans also, we know Desi has the ability to take a team from 15th or 16th literally into yeah. premiership contention that next year. Well, Beak, we're talking about sides want to get off to a fast start. Well, the reason is, okay, let's have a look at the sides. Some of the sides who did not make the finals last year, Parramatta, yeah, who are going to be pushing to get back in there. You've got South Sydney, which will shock if they don't get in there. You've got, uh, you've got the Dolphins who have improved dramatically, the Titans who have improved dramatically, so on and so on and Cowboys. so on. It's gonna, yeah, of yeah, of course, Cowboys. It will, it's going to be tight. And then you've if got, you have a bad yeah. month, mm. you're in trouble. And then you've got like teams like the Warriors who, although you could say maybe they will you know, fall a few spots, their, their recruitment has been outstanding. You know, mm. Channel Harris-Savita, uh, Roger Tulvashek, uh and Kurt Catewell, like, yeah. On paper, they should actually be better this year. A lot of interest around Roger, named in the centres this week up against the Tigers. We'll take a break. Sound advice next.